Vince 103 W1 A heart for the people What can we do without God? Every day we, we wake up to realize that we are nothing without God. What can we do without God? Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for January. Thank you for February. Oh, glory to God. Thank you for 2021. It's a good year. Hallelujah. It's a good year. Oh, he has given us food. You know, he said he giveth food to all flesh. He has supplied our needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. What a God. Oh, I'm nothing. You know it, Lord. You know I'm nothing. I was one fool heading for destruction until you came. I had no dream. I, I knew nothing about life. Just heading for destruction. Then you came. What a God. Only him can change a man's life. Only him. Only him can change any situation. Only him. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we are grateful. We are grateful for life. We are grateful we are alive today. Oh, we thank you for the things that we have. Oh, that's what I began to do recently. I just call thank you for the things that I have. <laughs> hey. Look for the things that he has done and thank him for them. Forget about the things that are not done yet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. I'm alive and well, breathing. Praise God. Thank you for health. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I give you praise. Oh, my heart is just filled with gratitude this morning. Because God is good. And his mercies endures forever. Hallelujah. Yeah, welcome to church one more time. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and tell him or her you're welcome to church. Amen. You're welcome to church. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Um, you know, I was also looking at Rev when I came. Don't mind me. I don't know. Rev, Rev, Rev is looking like, you know, this Abuja boys. Uh, <laughs> you know those those Abuja boys that will park one Rolls Royce somewhere and just come out as if man they don't visit the loo. You understand? I'm, I'm be dangling the key so that you know that it's, it's it's maybe just hire the Rolls Royce. So you know Abuja, anything is possible. Uh, just hire, just package for that day. Maybe there's a contract is going to be the needs that packaging. So just say, bro, how much higher? Two hours. And enter. Amen. Somebody did that to us in Zara. The guy just came to Zara with this flashy car with a driver. So he will sit behind and put his two legs. And you see, the guy will be driving. Well, like, man, this guy don't hammer. This guy don't arrive. 
Because later on, we realized that I hired it from Abuja. Packaging. Hallelujah. That's why I like Abuja. Packaging. After you finish, but when you go back home, only you remove the package, this thing, and be thinking about your life. And realize that you don't lie into yourself. And time will be passing by. Amen. Let's come and join us in this cardinal. Let's rock God together. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, um, Rex, please give me Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. Um, if, if you can, please give me the easy translation. Hallelujah. Philippians 2.1 You belong to Christ and he makes you brave. Amen. In case they've told you you are, you are a coward, you know get liver. God's word says you belong to Christ and he makes you, makes you, makes you, makes you. It's not by any garagara that you do. He makes you brave. His love makes you strong. Do you feel weak? Amen. Have they yabbed you by saying you 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 are too you are too jebele jebele? You know you know those things we use around here. You are just jebele jebele. You are too soft. Amen. Amen. The Bible says His love makes you strong. You are able to help one another because his spirit is in you amen i'm able to help another person because his spirit is in me amen it's not because uh, it's not by something i develop or work on hallelujah it's by his spirit that is in me that i am able that enables me to help hallelujah you can be kind to each other. Hallelujah. And you can forgive each other. If the Bible said you can, then you can. You can be kind to each other. And you can forgive each other. Amen. And you know, the Bible doesn't care what wrong was done to you. In spite of the magnitude of the wrong, the Bible says you can. The ability to forgive is here. You can. No matter what it is. You can be kind. It's not my thing to be nice. Uh -uh. The Bible said you can. You can be kind. All you need to do is put action to God's word and be kind. Put action to the word and forgive no matter what. You can. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Because of that, this is how you can make me completely happy. Now this is how. In your mind, Think about things in the same way as one another. Hallelujah. 
You know, this was where Rev shared with us uh, in the King James Version, there's a phrase there, same love. Having the same love. Hallelujah. Not having a particular kind of love for some kind of people that got the cheese. Then you have some some uh, a downgraded a downgraded uh-huh, kind of love for yeah for other kind of people fair weather kind of thing in your mind think about things in the same way as one another love one another completely amen love one another you know i always like the word one another everybody is in one another baju igbira ibo white black green brown is in one another love one another completely in your spirit agree with one another hallelujah and work together for the same purpose amen in savannah we work together for one purpose for the same purpose that's what the bible asks us to do when we come together we walk we walk together for one purpose for the same purpose we have a vision here that we run. Even though Rev shocked some of us and did a, a test last Sunday, uh, some of the vision that some people wrote, I was wondering which church. I was wondering whether it's still the same church. And some people are very smart, so they just looked at this banner. Just Somebody just copied this thing here. Making God's word plain as day, then you know, in order to in order to tweak it, you know, say and uncomplicated. I will not call name. We don't go to school. We know all those times. You know, when you are in exam hall, you you you, you don't you don't rush waiting to write. You don't write, write, try. You don't need points. You don't look, 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 look. You just conjure one sentence. Just conjure it neatly. And sometimes it works, but read though. <laughs> it works, especially when it's very neat. That's one secret to passing an exam. Make your work neat. I learned that long time ago. Make your work neat. Don't mind answer sheet. So people mind answer sheet as though uh, they are helping the school. Uh-uh. Don't mind answer sheet. Eh? You cannot, they come with extra. So take your time, give space, space, space your work. If you have a point, they ask you to mention and explain. You know, mention it, one, two, three, give space. Come and start picking that one after the other. You know, when the man look at the man, you know, this guy is smart, this guy is smart. You know, you know, no, say, you just try to making, you just copy, just go. Uh, you'd have just drawn the logo. Just know. <laughs> we don't know that you're a full Savannah member uh, working together for the same purpose. 
All right, verse 3. That's what I'm going to. Amen. Uh, the, the 1 and 2 is just beautiful. I need to read to us. Verse 3. In the way that you live, do not just try to help yourself. Do not be proud. I hope you are reading it. Instead, respect other people. Think about other people as more important than yourself. I've been thinking about this. Every time I read this, it troubles me. Think about other people as more important than yourself. How? Lizzie, how? How can I think about another person as more important than myself? How? That's the question I ask myself. How? But you know, this is absolute truth. Amen. This is absolute truth. He said, in the way that you live, do not just try to help yourself. What he's saying is that as you try to help yourself, also work to help somebody else. Then he added a statement, do not be proud. See, pride is to think just about yourself. That's pride. You see yourself as more important than every other person. That's pride. That's what is added here. He said, instead, respect other people. Think about other people as more important than yourself. And I, I really want this to sink in. That we begin to think about other people as more important than ourselves. Because when we do our work as brethren, we thrive better. Amen. Verse 4 is even more annoying. Do not think only about the things that you want to do for yourself. You know those plans. Do not think only about the things that you want to do for yourself. Each of you should think also about how you can help other people. I'm reading God's word to you, sir. Yes, sir. When you lie down on your bed making those plans, those wonderful plans for yourself, the Bible is reminding you, think of how to help other people. Amen. Okay, in case you think I just chose this translation to spite you, uh, just help me with that translation, please. Let's see um, Amplified Classic. Let's just see 3 and 4. Amplified. We'll just read a few so that you, you see it again and again. Every time I look at it, I just talk to myself. We live in a, in a selfish world where people are so self-centered. All they care about is themselves. And what matters to them alone but that's, that's not how God thinks. God has other people in view in everything he does. Think about other people as more important, more important 
It's English, so it's clear. I don't need to explain it. More what is more important? Yeah. Comes first, you know. That you should put other people first. They should be prior. They should be a priority. Or oh, that's what God's word is saying. Alright, verse 3. Verse 3. Thank you. Do nothing from factional motives. True contentiousness, strife, selfishness, or for unworthy ends, or prompted by conceit and empty arrogance. Instead, in the true spirit of humility, lowliness of mind, let each regard the others as better than and superior to himself. That's superior, no sweet me. You know sweet. As better than and superior to himself. Thinking more highly of one another than you do of yourselves. Hey. Hallelujah. Thinking more highly of one another than you do of yourselves. Let each regard the others as better than and superior to himself. Superior. <laughs> superior. Regard others as superior than yourself. It's God's word. Regard others as superior. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why I tell you my message. A heart for people. A heart for people. Verse 4. Let each of you esteem and look upon and be concerned for not merely his own interests but also each for the interests of others don't just be concerned about your own interest you know as i'm talking to you i'm talking to myself you know uh, general basia told us in, in our one sunday fellowship he said that um, it is said that men of god have more faith and that he thinks it's because they hear themselves as they talk they hear themselves more and it's true because every time i read this i i i i question it and i wonder where the selfishness pain has you know how it has swallowed us up but it's just about us it's just about our family it's just about the things that we need and we care less about another person because if God by Holy Ghost put these words for us this is what we should live by and you will agree with me that it will be a beautiful place when I begin to see Unyata more superior than myself 
And as I think about, as I think about the things that concerns me, my interest, I also bring Onyata's own in view. And as I'm talking now, beginning to hear that this will help, this will help increase our faith. Because when I'm trusting God for two naira, for just myself, and now that I know that I have to put Moses in view, then I, I jack it up. You understand? I jack it up, you know, to a million naira, so that I, I can take care of my interests and take care of Moses' interests. And it will be a better world, sir. Hallelujah. Can you give me another translation, please? Maybe NLT or NIV. So that I can confirm to you that I didn't choose some of these things to haunt us. Amen. A heart for people. Hallelujah. We need to share this heart of God. God's heart is a heart for people. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value, uh, I love that word, value others above yourselves. Kai. When I read this yesterday, I, I, I was blessed. I, I love the word value. Value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interest. But each of you, each of you, each of you, nobody exempted. But each of you to the interests of the others. Each of you. As I'm talking, I'm, I'm not talking to a selected few. The Bible said each of you. It, it, no matter where you are. No matter the position you find yourself. This is written for you or to you. Each of you. Each of you. Stop looking to your own interests alone. But to the interest of others, value others better than yourselves. When you walk in the church, when you walk into your workplace, when you walk in your neighborhood, see value, see value, value people. Have the eyes that values people. Amen. Let's go back to, to easy translation. Verse 5. He said, you should think about things in the same way that Christ Jesus thought. Amen. Paul, Paul was telling the Philippians. He said, think, you should think about things in the same way that Christ Jesus thought. Now see the way he thought. Verse 6. Christ had the same nature as God. He was completely equal with God. But he did not try to keep hold of that. Instead, he chose to leave heaven. Oh, and he told us about the sacrifice. Instead, he chose to leave heaven. He took for himself the nature of a slave. Now you see, he is seeing you more superior. That's what he was telling them earlier. He's, it is because he values you. That's why you have to leave heaven completely God. Equal. How can you leave heaven to come here? No, send another person, sir. No, not Jesus. That's why Paul is telling the Philippians, think like Jesus. 
have a heart for people. That's the heart of Jesus. He took for himself the nature of a slave. He became like a human. And when he lived as a man, oh God, he made himself even less important. What did we read earlier? See people more important than yourself. He made himself less important. He obeyed God completely. And I am admonishing us this morning. Obey God completely. And see how he even obeyed God. He saw that he died. What kind of obedience? And not just that he died. He even died on a cross. <laughs> there are different kind of death. So don't try the cross on. And he explained to us. You know the tongues. How, how he carried the cross with the bleeding, bleeding sore wound. He carried the cross. He left his heaven, comfortable heaven, full God. You must be very important. Sir, you must be very important for Jesus to leave his comfortable heaven. If you think you are not important, I, I, I want you to, I, I want that switch now. You are so important that Jesus left heaven. The Bible said he was he completely God. He, by, he left it and came down as a human to obey God completely by dying. Even the death on a cross. Oh, I'm important. You know, it just dawned on me. It just dawned on me. Oh, I'm too important. I will not let anything, any man. You're a woman. You don't need any man to tell you how valuable you are. You don't need the voice of a man. If he's sleeping, you let him go. You are too valuable. Jesus died for you. Hallelujah. I've seen people give up, fall into depression because a mere human, a mere human left them. You are too important, sir. For this God, for this God to leave heaven and come. And die gruesome death. There is a note here. It says people were fixed to a cross to die when they were guilty of doing a very bad thing. Christ agreed to die like that, but he had not done anything that was wrong. Who did the wrong? Me and you. But while we were yet sinners, the Bible said, Christ died. Christ died. He came because you are too important. I want you to leave church today reminding yourself that you are important. Walk, walk with your shoulders square. Walk with your chest popped up. Knowing that you are 
too valuable that God died for you. Kai, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He even died on a cross. Oh, verse 9, because of that, God then raised Jesus to the most important place. God gave him the name that is greater than every other name. Hallelujah. Amen. See others more important than yourself. Have this kind of heart. That's what Paul was telling them. Have this heart that values others. Have this heart that spends their money on others. Have this heart that gives others their time. Have this heart that prays for others. Have this heart that gives others their last money. Because they see them more important. Oh, help us, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, you died for me. Oh, I'm too important. <laughs> you know, you are not important because the society calls you so. You are important because Jesus died for you. Let me read this. It says, Christ had the same nature as God. He was completely equal with God. But he did not try to keep hold of that. Don't try to keep hold of everything to yourself. That's what God is telling us. Don't, don't try to keep everything to yourself. Instead, he chose to leave heaven. He took for himself the nature of a slave. He became like a human. And when he lived as a man, he made himself even less important. When you need to make yourself less important for another person, do it, sir. He obeyed God completely. Church, obey God completely. Make yourself less important and make others more important. Value others. Be concerned of their interests. Be concerned about their interests. Look out for people. You know, I, I perceive someone saying, I know, but I'm still being cared for. They are still looking out for me. Sir, yeah, that's where you are now. But this is where God wants you to be. He wants you to receive all the care you need to receive now. And then begin to extend it to another person. You know, Rev shared with us that one of the things and persecution teaches is that it teaches compassion. One of the things trouble, we see something along that line. One of the things trouble teaches us is that it teaches compassion. When you see another person in trouble, you know. 
You know, when, when some people ask me for, when some people meet me, I'm like, hey, man, I don't get food. I, I, just, I, need, I just need food. I understand it. I've been in the place of no food. You, you, you know, as you go home, there's no food to eat. I, I, I know what they mean. I know. Hallelujah. Have a heart for people. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians 1. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Completely God. Equal with God. Came and died for me. See how my life has turned out. Thank you, Lord. Second Corinthians 1, 1 verse 1. Let's read from verse 1. They just build it. Okay. This letter is from me, Paul. God chose me to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. Our Christian friend, Timothy, is here with me as I write. And I like that because there was, there was a company to confirm whether Paul was writing waiting no day or waiting no connect. So he had a company that was confirming. I am sending this letter to you, the people of the church in Corinth City, or you can say the people of the church in Kaduna City. I am sending it also to all of God's people who live in other places in Achaia or in Kaduna. So he's, he's, he wrote this letter to brethren, to me and you. Hallelujah. I pray that God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ will continue to help you. Say amen. amen. I pray that they will give you peace in your minds. That day is God and Jesus. I pray that they will give you peace in your minds. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 3, where I'm heading to. We thank God the father of our Lord Jesus Christ because he is so good to us as our father he is very kind to us he is our God who comforts us in every way oh I've been binging on this scripture recently he is our God who comforts us in every way Tipitis calls, it, calls him the God of endless comfort other translation calls it the father of comfort. Verse 4. Whenever we have trouble, he comforts us. Because of that, we ourselves can comfort other people. Amen. Whenever, whenever, whenever is whenever it means it will it will come there will be a time when it's not conditional it will come whenever we have trouble he comforts us and i need you to hold dear to that whenever trouble comes to us we have a god that comforts he's the god of endless comfort he has enough comfort for all of your troubles God can comfort you. And he said the reason he does that is because of that we ourselves can comfort other people. 
when they have any kind of trouble, we can comfort them in the same way that God has comforted us. So God comforts us so that we can extend the same comfort to other people when they face the same kind of trouble. That's why we, we, need to, we need to express that heart for people. Because we have a job that as we get comforted in our troubles, we will, see, we will soon come alongside someone who have the same trouble so that we can comfort them. We are a God that is doing his job here. Even the Bible calls us so. We are gods. Hallelujah. Children of the Most High. God comforts us whenever we face trouble. And he said because of that. So that he said that is why he does that. So that we can also comfort other people. When they face the same kind of trouble. That's why I said you may be thinking that for now they are doing everything for me. They are caring for me. They are giving me everything. They are giving me food. They are giving me TP. They are doing everything for me now. You, that's why, that's why I'm, I'm telling you, God doesn't want you to be stuck there. There is a time to receive care. There is a time to receive all the help that you need. But God wants you to upgrade. And begin to reach out. And like we started by sharing, in that, it jacks up your faith. When it's just too narrow that is in your mind, but by the time you bring people in view, it jacks up the faith. That's why you need to get out of that trouble that you are now receive all the comfort from God. Because sooner or later, somebody will come by that have the same kind of trouble so you can comfort them. Verse 5. Christ himself received much pain and God comforted him. Hallelujah. And he told us about the pain. He received much pain. But what? God comforted him. As Christ's servants, talking to me and you now, we also receive the same kind of pain. True or false? Pain, pressure. There's pain, there's pressure everywhere. We receive it. There's trouble. Trouble you can explain, trouble you can't explain. It comes to all of us. We are men of like passion. But God also comforts us very much because we belong to Christ. He comforts us very much. Amen. So when, when, when trouble comes to you, where do you go to? Go to the God that comforts. Or come around a brethren that can comfort you. That's what the Bible is teaching. As you receive comfort, you, 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 are, you are now a comfort giver. Amen. To another person that is passing through the same trouble. Hallelujah. So, verse 6. So, when we receive trouble... You know, Bible just writes things. They don't even care how we how we feel. Hey Amen. So I mean, I just abba abba Holy Ghost. I just think how we feel. You see, you see when so when we receive trouble, 
just like that. Amen. So when we receive trouble, so it means it means expect it. Expect it. Not all these things you, you are when there is trouble, people begin to think, who caused it? Where did it come from? What happened? What did it do? You know, and my wife read a scripture from John last week about the man that was born blind, and they were asking, was it the was it the one that caused it or his parents? Jesus said, neither of them, but that God's power may be manifest. So we may be receiving trouble so that God's power may be manifest. You know, there's something the Bible said about Pharaoh in Exodus. He said, he said this Pharaoh, he, I, I will harden his heart. God just kept him to make a caricature of him. Make him so that Moses will mess him up. He said, so go and meet him. He will not listen to you. So that God's power may be manifest. So when we receive trouble, you know, if, if I come to church now and, and, and declare that you will receive trouble this week. But you see, that's how, that's how I've gotten it twisted, sir. Read your Bible honestly. You'll be blessed. And some of these things that, that, that put people under unnecessary pressure will, will, will not trouble you. It's, Paul was telling them, brethren, he was started by saying, he said the church in Corinth. He was telling them. So, so when we receive trouble, the result is that we can comfort you. Trouble does something to us for one another. It does something to us for the other person. He said, the result is that we can comfort you. And then also, God saves you. When God comforts us, that helps us to comfort you too. Amen. When God comforts us, that helps us to comfort you too. As a result, when you receive the same kinds of trouble that we receive, you learn to be patient and strong. So that's what trouble is doing. Training you to be patient and strong. So when I said receive trouble this week, you should say amen. So, how many of you want to be patient and strong? Okay. Receive trouble. Amen. You know, it's funny. It's funny. You know, like uh, General was sharing. People want to go to hell, but they don't want to die. You know, it's funny. You can never go to heaven if you don't die. Except, except I die. Hallelujah. So, it's, it, you know, Paul was, Paul was talking to these people. He said, when you receive the, kind, the same kinds of trouble that you receive, and you know, the Paul talking, that man received trouble. That's why the man can talk like this. He was not telling them what he had not experienced. He was sharing what he has experienced. That's why he could talk to them. And you know, in all of his trouble, he received God's comfort. And now he's comforting the church at Corinth. And I have received comfort. And I'm comforting you with God's words. 
it's so, that we receive you learn to be patient and strong so we continue to be sure that you will remain strong hallelujah you know Rebel sharing last Sunday from James chapter 1 where it says um, count it all joy Oh no, throughout last week, that word was just burning in my heart. Count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations and trials. Temptation there is test and trial. Count it all joy. You know, it's simply saying count it all joy when ye face trouble. That's what he's saying. He said for, for the trying of your faith. Walk at patience. Amen. So that you will you will become complete, entire, or perfect, wanting nothing. And Rev told us last Sunday that the word perfect is to be matured. Do you want to grow spiritually? These are the things. These are the things that make people grow. Embrace them. Embrace them, receive comfort, and grow. Hallelujah. And whether you like it or not, he said, When we, amen. Verse 7. So we continue to be sure that you will, you will remain strong. Hallelujah. So we continue to be sure. How will we be sure that you remain strong? By the amount of troubles that you receive. <laughs> That's what Paul is telling them. How, how am I going to be sure that you remain strong? The amount of troubles. He said, you receive many troubles as we do too. I will read it. I will keep it. As I usually saying these things. Amen. You receive many troubles as we do too. That's how we'll be sure that you remain strong. So when, when we see trouble, we are happy. Amen. Because it will make you strong. That's God's word though. It's it just that uh, the, 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 human, the, the, the human system is fancy difficult. I know this kind, the, 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 um, the, the kind of place where, where we find ourselves, you know, trouble is like a taboo. But this man is talking about trouble as though as though it's, it's, it's burger. He said, but we know that God will also comfort you as he comforts us. In spite of the many troubles, he said, but we know that God will also comfort you as he comforts us. Verse 8, our Christian friends, we want you to know about the trouble that we had in Asia. So he began to tell them the magnitude of the trouble. After sharing with them, he, he, he began to break down his experience. He said, those troubles were very painful. Is there any trouble that is sweet? He said, those troubles were very painful. We ourselves were not strong enough to continue. This Apostle Paul. We even thought that we were going to die. Have you been in that kind of trouble? 
that you thought that death was the next thing. Those kind of trouble that causes people to slumber into depression and begin to contemplate suicide. He said, we ourselves, verse 9, thought that we will certainly die. Amen. We knew that we could not trust our own strength. So your, your, own, your own trouble is small potatoes compared to this kind of trouble. We knew that we could not trust our own strength. We had to trust God. And that's another thing trouble does. Trouble breaks down. It breaks down your walls. It breaks down your strength. You begin to see clearly that Kai, I cannot help myself in this one. I need God. Only God. You know, have you come to help yourself? Oh, God, only you can get out of this trouble. Oh, I've been there, man. I mean, you go home and you lock the door and say, God, only you. Only you can by tomorrow, God. <laughs> only you can take me out of this. I've been there. I know that. It's not, a, I've been there. One time there was trouble at work. I came home. I just slumped into the bed, locked the door. I said, God, when I get to work tomorrow, only you. <laughs> If I if I survive tomorrow, only you would have done that. Amen. That's what it does. Amen. It teaches you to trust God because your strength, your strength cannot handle it. Your strength cannot do it. You have done all your all your one plus one. You are putting your hard work. You have dotted your eyes, crossed your T's. It's, it just didn't work. He is the one who causes dead people to rise up to new life. <laughs> That's the God that can help you. The one that can cause the dead to rise. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we could trust him to make us strong. Verse 10, we nearly died. You know, this man has been saying this. The man, man is not joking. This is the third time. Nearly died, nearly died. We thought we, we, we would certainly die. Amen. He said, we nearly died. But God saved us from that great danger. And that God is still saving. He's still saving people from great danger. Trust him. Don't let that small trouble make you run off. It is the time to come and say, I receive your comfort. See my head here. No, nowhere else can help me. But that's the mistake many people make. Small trouble, they run off. You run off from help. No, no. Look at Apostle Paul. They nearly died, but their eyes were on God that raises the dead. Oh, thank you, Lord. You alone can save us from great danger. He said, we also know that you continue to help us as you pray for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Trouble comes to us to make us strong.
receive the comfort because somebody else will come by that will need that same comfort. You know, I've shared this here before. One time I was, I was asking God, you're always bringing people who don't have father my way. My members in Kingdom Dancers, or many people I've, I've reached out to, I mean, 80, 85% of them don't have a father. And one time I'm like, ah, everybody I meet, ah, why are you always bringing these kind of people? You know, because I had received comfort from that. And God knows that I could reach them. And God has helped us to reach them. You know, I, I, I was in Delta two weeks ago, three weeks ago, to go pick a wife for one of my boys, Ugwashuku, Delta State. You know, while I sat down there, I was looking at this dude. When I first met this boy, the family had plenty of troubles. The father had chased their mother away. The boys were confused, two of them. They were confused, so they came along, they joined us, and we, we, we began to give them hope. We began to put them together. I think he, he was in Genesis 2 or so, Chindit Barak then, you know, when he came by. I know they patched it, patched it, patched it, got done with secondary school, and then we began to trust God for admission at the Belo University. And then, you know, after little trials, two of them gained admission. School fees is the next thing. Amen. I remember a couple of times we we'll gather money, gather money, we pay school fees. You know, it got to a time the big brother said, Kai, um, sir, I, I think, I think I have to drop out of school so that my, my kid brother will finish up. I said, no, I said, mm -mm, you're already in school. We will we, we'll finish it. Amen. And so we drag it, drag it. Amen. And they finished. Got them a place where they were staying. They didn't pay accommodation for four years. Amen. And, and they finished. And you know, after school, you know, began to look for job here and there. And during the lockdown, you know, while I was at home thinking about my life. Amen. Like many of us were doing a lockdown. We're locked down, quarantined by force. The guy gave me a call and he said um, he just got a job with NNPC. That's how I screamed, wow. He said they just sent him, they just posted to him the employment letter. Wow. And then COVID-19 began to linger. They were supposed to go for induction training. You know, things began to linger. Uh, we began to say, no, as you, as you, as you, no matter how you linger, we grab this one. This one is set to do. You linger anything, like COVID-19, just do your thing and go away. Let's, let's go and chop our oil money. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know, everything was done. Okay, they did the, the induction training online. You know, they began posting. And then they posted him to Abuja. Wow. And so I introduced him to, to the chief usher in Abuja. Amen. Who, who has been working there for, for some time now. Maybe nine years or so. Um, and then so, he's in Abuja. And um, from one alert... <laughs> from one alert we rented a house of one millionaire we married wife from one alert yes the first alert 
Uh, because when you go, when you get job in NPC, there's one alert they will give you. Uh, uh, it's a sweet alert, Bishop. It's a sweet one. Amen. One alert. It stays in Wuse. Amen. One M. Amen. One alert. We went to Delta State. We didn't. Even, I didn't spend a dime. All of us were about 13 of us. Simon is my crew and all of that. We went. His parents. Everybody stayed in the hotel. One alert. Uh, come and see the way the white people were just all. One, one alert can do wonders. The girls, big brother, see the way they were all hustling. One alert. Because their sister have moved from Oguashuku to Wuse without paying a dime. And that girl too was smart. She just stuck there for six years. When things was not working, eh, she stuck there. It was during the wedding, the big brother told me that sometimes she would collect a 15,000 naira salary where she was teaching and come and give the boy. But from one alert. <laughs> she's, she's, she's in Wuse, Abuja. Hallelujah. Amen. But what am I saying? You know, if those years we ignored him, yeah. we just conclude on him that nothing good can come out of this boy. Little boys, early thirties or so. Nothing good can come out of this boy. And we just ignore him with his troubles, with his pains. I mean, the guy was, you need to see two of them then. They were, they were confused. They were standing there. They were looking too confused. Because the mother went off, their big sister ran off to a guy, the guy got her pregnant, and you know, the family just became disarray. These boys were just confused. You know, I just began to put them together. Began to put them together. Two of them are both married. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Just one, I'm telling you. I sat down there looking at the guy, I said, wow. I said, God, you are good. And I was so grateful to God. And you know, and we have stories upon stories. The guy that came and changed, I came back from work and saw him changing my TV, remove my hunchback TV and put uh, uh, plasma, flat screen TV. Amen. You know, this guy, this guy kept entering trouble upon trouble. When he entered trouble, that's when they find my number. Uh, he has entered another trouble. He's in police station now. You know, and when I, I was never complaining because this, the boy got potentials. I knew the devil was just fighting something. We will go, we will save him. He will come with his head down and say, oh, God, I'm sorry, oh, God, I'm sorry. Uh, he will explain, explain, explain. I said, No, wahala, no, wahala. No, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. And then one day he said, Kai, uh, I'm leaving Zara, I'm coming to Kaduna. He moved to Kaduna and things began to change. Amen. And I came and he brought every spent close to 300,000. Brought big distance, change everything. The car that I bought is 200,000 is inside. Wow. One alert. Wow. Amen. Now, these were people, when, the first time I can remember when he came, some 17 years ago, his clothes, his safari, and I hear he dejected children. 
The car is driving. It's 4.5 million. Camry. So, but these were boys in Zaria that you could just sweep away. Then I remember we were being accused. What, what are you doing with these boys? You not let them go to school. But they didn't know. I was the one pushing them on to go to school. One time he came to an agency. All of you bring your work results. When they brought it, the, the pastor was amazed. We had our complete papers. We're not just jumping up. I told them, I, I, I believe in having talent, but I also believe in going to school. Don't follow those things that uh, Two-Faced Dibia is telling people. Nothing that happened. Nothing that happened. Don't follow all those things. <laughs> uh, are you still hearing his name? <laughs> Nothing that happened. They'll bring you to a, to a global stage. Nothing that happened. Nothing that happened. Uh, don't follow those. Nothing that happened. Build your talent. Go to school. Amen. Your school, your exposure academically will, will help whatever talent you have. Go to school. Look at AY. Those ones went to school. Small, small packaging, packaging. He's up there. And AY is writing movie that Ramsenoir is coming to act inside. When, when, when did AY? Ramsenoir have been watching from Checkmate in NTA. Uh, don't hold small now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So don't look down on anyone. And that's what God is saying. Have a heart for people. No matter how local or how like nothing can come out of them, they look. Uh-uh. Value them. Value them. Value them. Spend your money. Give your time. Give your attention to people. You'll be amazed. That's why I don't, I, I don't look at people and I just see, I just look them down. Eh? Because I have learned. I have learned that people change. People grow. And things happen. Things can just happen. Things can just happen. And I didn't tell you that inside that one alert, I got an alert. I got an alert. I was in camp meeting when I just got a and I like that kind of message. Send me your account number. What a message. But at least it's God saying something. Send me your account number. You know, if you don't have your account number here, I don't know what you're doing. No? Do you want it by text or by oral? <laughs> Hallelujah. Have a heart for people. Have a heart for people. Everybody you see here, potentials. You will not imagine what some of these people can turn out to be tomorrow. I know I have learned. I do not look anybody down. I'm not looking. I know where I'm coming from. I know when I was wearing one trouser for two years. I know. I know when I didn't have a shoe. I know. So that somebody is there now does not mean they will be there forever. It doesn't mean they will be there forever. Things change. And people change too. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians. So I conclude this. Verse 17. Second Corinthians 1, verse 17. I did not decide this in a careless way. I really wanted to do it. I do not decide to do things only to please myself, like someone who does not know God. I do not 
decide to do things only to please myself, like someone who does not know God. So, Mr. Selfish, you don't know God. Mrs. Selfish, you don't know God. Mr. Please only yourself, you don't know God. Mr. Only my money is for myself, you don't know God. Mr. My house is only for me and my family, you don't know God. My food is only for me, my family. Iman, let me leave the stage for you so that you can see. God bless you. Thank you for listening. You can call us on 091-25-22-45-4587. You can also visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Kaduna.